0: What's going on guys, DK back at you with another video here. It's right in the 6 game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before we get in the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you guys haven't checked out my video for Thursday Night Football, uh, we have the Cardinals and the Packers. Should be a really fun one. Make sure to check that one out. A million dollars to be made. Million dollar maker for, um, for tomorrow for that slate. Um, if you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And for instant sign up for premium content, I'll offer a few different packages on Patreon.com. More info down below. And the sponsor of today's video is Prize Picks. So, um, <clears throat> unfortunately for today, uh, I got hit with uh, foul trouble and random blowout for the two picks I liked: uh, the on John and Steven Adams um so that is what it is those are just that's not something you can predict i'll tilt about that because i had both in my DraftKings lineup as well but um yeah so, so for me guys you can play a couple different ways you can play the first way is taking over on like fancy points and the second way is taking over on straight up points assist rebounders rebounds three-pointers made um so you guys want to try it out inside a piece of my code dkdfs uh dkdfs all one word you'll get a 100% match up to 100 dollars You can mix and match sports too. So if you want to play a couple from NFL and a couple from NBA, you can definitely do that. And finally, I want to thank you guys for continuing to come out and check out uh, all the NBA videos, NFL videos, live streams. Uh, Can't do this without you guys. So really do appreciate all support. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know how you guys do tonight. Are you cashing or are you tilting someone? Um, And for me, I am definitely tilting a little bit. So um, let's look back at my lineup now. So, um, I was talking about in the Discord. I was like, hey, well, last night was the first night without any BS. Um, and of course we get, you know, random blowout and massive foul trouble for Steve so Adams. Then someone said, it's like, wait, you had poor Zingas. I was like, oh yeah, I had to deal with an injury. So I've yet, there's yet to be an NBA regular season slate for myself where I've not dealt with players in my lineup, massive random, uh, blowout, massive foul trouble, or injured every single slate i've had one of those three so um it would be nice if i didn't have to deal with that tomorrow please dfs gods please um but yeah going over my lineup so i was debating on um on ad Giannis going back and forth i told everyone on patreon it's really close like, i like both a good amount i ended up going with anthony davis who just had kind of a subpar game like he had 30 real life points but no like only one steal you expect him to have more steals and blocks again against the thunder um Giannis absolutely smashed so of course uh you know and again i love Giannis, but that's just typical that i actually pivot off of him he goes absolutely insane um i told everyone i was like I'm probably going to take a shot in a low on John Morant, who lost like seven minutes, six, seven minutes, whatever it was, when they got pulled because of the blowout. Um, and Stephen Adams, massive random foul trouble. Picks up his third foul with like three or four minutes to go in the first half. Picks up his fourth right away. And then he finally comes back into the fourth, and the Blazers' second unit just runs away with it. Massive blowout. So Stephen Adams lost like 15-plus minutes tonight if you played him. You got insanely unlucky like myself. There's just nothing you can do about it, right? And that's why I'm saying you can't be results-oriented. You can't look at him like, oh, well, since Steven Adams only got 12 fantasy points, that means he was a bad play. No. no again, Dekeni Mutemba. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, the rest of my lineup just... Monk was the absolute chalk in the, in the highest stakes. He was 76% in this. Nasir Little's was fine. Uh, Batum was solid. Achua was all right. He started... I saw like pressure Chua in the first nine minutes had 0.0 assists, zero rebounds. I was like, what is going on here? How is that possible? I ended up salvaging a decent day, 21 and a half fans points, but that slow start definitely hurt him. Um, so, a forgettable day, another day with random massive foul trouble and a random blowout. Um, now, I thought, I was tilting early, I thought the Lakers were going to blow out the Thunder. You just had like all these, like Bazemore hit like four straight shots. Avery Bradley was on fire. The Lakers are up by 30, so I'm tilting that. I'm like, oh, can Kent Bazemore and Avery Bradley just go away? And the Thunder somehow come back and win. Like, how? how is that even possible? I didn't watch that game, but, like, what? How bad do you have to be to blow a 30-point lead to the Thunder? Whew. Um, but yeah, that's it for the look back, guys. Another very tilting night of, of bad variance, but it is what it is. Um, hoping for better luck uh, tomorrow. Now, this is in the Rainmaker It was, I think it was a $3,000 entry. Um, There was like 120, 134 people uh, in this one. So winning lineup was Cole Anthony, who was low-owned. Again, Monk was the chalk here. Brown, Giannis was pretty popular, about 50%. Bamba, Westbrook was pretty popular, about 60%. Uh, Batum, his key was low-owned, 8 and only 2% owned, who randomly smashed there. Um, Let's see, was there any other ownership that kind of surprised me? No, SGA popular too, kind of expected that. Um, He started off really slow, but bounced back in a big way. Um, yeah, so no, nothing really else to talk about there. So I hope you guys had a good night. I hope you avoided some of these random, um, blowouts. And let's talk about this six-game slate. So, <coughs> uh, we have Hawks and Wizards at 222.5 over under. The Hawks, 1.5-point favorites. Knicks and Bulls at 214.5 over under. The Bulls, 2-point favorites. Jazz and Rockets at 222.5 over under. The Jazz, 9-point favorites. Um, Memphis and Golden State is a late-night hammer here. 2 thirty three over-under. Warriors are 5.5-point favorites. We'll start off Atlanta, and Trey Young had a really solid game tonight. He was, like, 1% owned. Um, I don't think he's going to be super popular again, but I always like Trey This is a good matchup. He's going to play about 35 minutes. The floor is low with him, but the ceiling is high. Um, Capella's still not playing big minutes, so, like, he's kind of a pass for me. John Collins, for, like, the third straight game, got in massive foul trouble. If this guy can stay out of foul trouble, we can have a really good game. So, at 6.3K, I do like that price on him. But the other wings, like Madonovich, Reddish, Hunter, Hurd, Galanari, like I said, these guys are just all, like, the same to me. Um, there's never anyone that really stands out when they're fully healthy. Moving on to the Wizards. So, the big piece of news here is Daniel Gafford is out. Um, quad injury. I don't expect him to play. And you had Montress Harrell. Let me just look at this. I, I think he played, like, 40 minutes tonight once Gafford went down. Like, he just, like, did not leave the court. Um, hold on. Let me bring it up. Matre Harrell played thirty-eight minutes, so like barely left the court. Um, once Gafford went down, so assuming Gafford is out, and Matre is going to play about forty minutes, and obviously it looks good. Now I don't expect him to play forty, but if we're going to get around thirty for Matre. At five point three K, obviously looks like a really solid play there in the mid range. Um, Dinwiddie and Kuzma. They seem priced about right for, you know, 7-2 and 6.2, respectively. Brad Beal for tournaments, I don't mind. Um, again, the stats aren't up yet from today. He finished with 17-10-2. and two. Uh, Not the best shooting game, but the ownership should be pretty low on Brad Beal. So, again, tournament option, fine fit. And then, like, who plays the backup five here? I don't think they want to play Isaiah Todd. Um, so maybe they just go small and go, like, Bertans or Denny as the backup five? I'm not sure. So if you want to, like, take a dart in one of those guys, dart throw, sure. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting to see what they do with the, with the backup center position. Moving on to Detroit. So, uh, Jeremy Grant currently questionable. This is pretty significant news. If he's in, I don't know if there's anyone that stands out in the Pistons. If he's out, I do like Kelly could a good amount, at 5.8K, who minutes went way up. We know he's a good point-per-minute guy. and He went for almost 40 fantasy point la- points last game. So I would like Kelly O, Again, Sadiq Bey has been the most consistent player so far. I think he's a solid option. Should play low to mid-30s minutes. Um, Other than that, I don't really want to target Isaiah Stewart against Joel Embiid. Worried about the foul trouble there. Uh, Josh Jackson moved in the starting lineup. He played 32 minutes. Um, So if he's going to start again, I do have some interest in him for value. So monitor that one, I guess. And then, yeah, Killing Hayes, 4K. He's been pretty bad, but he played 27 minutes last game, so... Um, I do have a little bit of interest in him. And moving on to Philadelphia. So keep an eye on Embiid. I'm pretty sure he plays, but again, the, we got news that he's like dealing with the, the knee injury still and it's, it's bothering him. Um, he's going to be pretty low owned if he does play and he subbed 10K. Like he had an awful game, awful game last game, but, um, this is Joel Embiid. Like he can still put up a massive performance. I'm intrigued by him for tournaments. Tobias Harris had a really big game last game, but now he's almost up to 9K. Like, I don't know if I want to pay almost 9K for Tobias Harris. And the rest of this team, Maxi, Seth Curry. I told you, like, okay, this is the deal with Seth Curry, right? People ask me, what about Seth Curry? Well, this is his floor. So as long as you're willing to accept that on a, on a night-to-night basis, then fine. You can play Seth Curry. He has a ceiling. He just doesn't do anything besides shoot the ball. So if he has a bad shooting night like he did last game, he's going to probably get 10 fancy points. Um, if he has a good shooting night, he can go for a 30-plus for sure. Now, Andre Drummond, it is a revenge game if He's playing about 15 minutes off the bench. You know, obviously, if B gets rolled out, you play Drummond. But um, as a GPP play in about, you know, high-teens minutes off the bench, I do think it's viable. Um, should be able to have his way there against the Detroit front court. Other than that, there's not much here. Corkman uh, is a 4-1. Again, he's a shooter, probably plays around 20 minutes. If you want to take a shot at him and hope he hits a shot, sure. Like, you can say the same about Danny Green, too. We have a lot of guys that are kind of just reliant on the three-point shot. Moving on to the Knicks and the Bulls. So Julius Randle thinks a pretty safe play here. Um, don't mind this matchup here against the Bulls. Should play close to 40 minutes in competitive game. Um, guy that can stuff the stat sheet. So yeah, I think Randall is very, very safe. The rest of this Knicks team is just a headache. Um, I don't want to pay 6.1k for Fournier. Kemba, Derek Rose, probably one of those guys is a decent game. It's been Derrick Rose the first few games as Kemba Walker last game. If you want to take a shot at one of those guys from tournaments, sure. RJ Barrett's been pretty bad, but the price is fair for like a filler option. Um, I'll mention Mitchell Robinson if he can stay out of foul trouble he did get massive foul trouble against Embiid if he can stay out of foul trouble I think he pushes for 30 plus minutes um he does have some upside, so yeah he had a bad game last game but like um he can go for like 30 plus fancy points so kind of like Mitchell Robinson for tournaments other than that Burks 20 minutes off the bench fine filler play that's about it moving on to the Bulls the Bulls are tricky when they're fully healthy and I expect them to be healthy here Levine is questionable, but they said he's going to play through that thumb, that small uh, ligament tear in his thumb. So, like, one of these guys at least is going to have a good game, but it's, it's kind of hard to figure out which one's going to be. Um, and now they're all priced up. Like, Lonzo's no longer, like, low to mid 6K range. Now he's 7.5K. So, um, honestly, I'll say all the Bulls guys are more tournament plays. You know, guys like Lonzo and Vooch probably have the highest floor. Vooch because of the rebounding, Lonzo because he'll handle the ball a ton. Um, Ceiling-wise, it's probably Levine. Uh, but we've also seen a somewhat low floor from him, too. So if you're shooting for that ceiling, it's probably Levine. If you're shooting for maybe the safer plays in the Bulls, it's Lonzo or Vooch. But again, um I would say all, all are probably cheap. he plays at their respective prices. And then, yeah, Caruso's in the closing lineup. He's playing close to 30 minutes. He's a good defender, a guy that can stuff the statue. He'll handle the ball a decent amount, too. So I think he's a fair Valley play that probably goes pretty low-owned. Utah and Houston. So the issue here is the potential for a blowout. Um, Nine-point spread here. Mitchell almost 9K. Does have some upside, but the price doesn't really stand out. Um, Gobert, not playing huge minutes. They also did hack a Gobert last game, so we got like a ton of free throw attempts. Um, again, I'm probably not going to go there, but I get it. Mike Conley is probably the safest play in this team. He'll play around 30 minutes. Not going to play massive minutes, but has a relatively high floor. Handle the ball a decent amount. And again, it's a good matchup. So Conley, solid cash game play. Let's see uh but is currently questionable so if he does miss then um you know joe ingles probably gets more run at 4.9k i think he'd become a decent value play um o'neill 482 but i think i'll lean ingles over o'neill and then i'll mention white side there's not a lot of smash value plays which i kind of like right i don't like when there's free squares i like when it's harder to build a lineup um he's gonna play 15 to 18 minutes he's a really good point-per-minute guy Um, And if this game does blow out, he might get a couple extra minutes in the blowout. So I actually do kind of like Whiteside here at 4.3K. I think he's playable in both formats. All right, uh, Houston, I should say. So tough matchup here, but Christian Wood is playing massive minutes. If they're going to want any chance of keeping this game competitive, it's probably going to be because Wood or one of the guards. So I think Wood's a fine contrarian spend-up play. KPJ, Jalen Green against secondary options in this type of matchup. Um, Jalen, uh, or Jalen, Jayshawn Tate got massive foul trouble last game. He's only 4.8K. Um, you know, he's been playing some pretty big minutes. 28 in the blowout, 35, again, 27 with massive foul, massive foul trouble. So if we're going to get like 30-ish minutes from Jayshawn Tate, um, I actually think he's an okay value play that probably goes overlooked on this one. And then, yeah, I'll mention Sengin too, right? He's a backup center, that 15 to 18 minutes range. Good point from minute guy. If the game blows out, he probably plays a little bit more. All right, two games left here, so Spurs and Dallas. Um, Yeah, I was all over Murray and Purtle last slate. Well, not so much in this one. Almost 9K for DeJounte Murray and 7.1 for Purtle. So they are too pricey for me. Um, Derek White at 6.3K, a little bit easier to get to, um, but still doesn't really stand out. Kelvin Johnson got benched last game. They closed with Keita Bates-Diop. Not sure what Popovich is doing there. Um, And his minutes tend to fluctuate, but Kelvin's been a pretty high usage guy in this offense, so 5.4k, I think it's a pretty fair price, <clears throat> Vassell and Lonnie both had really good games off the bench, I actually would prefer Lonnie, uh, to Vassell, he's kind of their spark plug off the bench, um, but, like, the price point, eh, right, it's not amazing anymore, I think it, he's, he's viable, but, like, doesn't stand out as a smash play, moving on to Dallas, so, yeah, Porzingis got injured last game, no one surprised, I'm just so tired of this guy, um, Luca at 11k, so if Porzingis is out, either way, right, I think it was last year where Porzingis was out. It actually didn't really affect Luka too much. But, um, like, Luka's going to be high usage no matter what, right? So, he's going to play, like, 35 to 30 minutes in competitive game. This is a good matchup. Um, I think is a very, very safe spend up Now, if Porzingis is out, this is where things get tricky because they literally have 20 bigs on the roster. So, like, what are they going to do? They also, I would very much appreciate it if this player council decided uh, to not run a 15-man rotation, Like, can we just fade this council? A player... I just... What are we talking about here? A player council 15-man rotation? I've never heard of anything like that before. Still tilting about that. Um, Hardaway, too reliant in the scoring for me. Jalen Brunson uh, was actually getting some closing minutes when Porzingis uh, was out for injury. So at 5K, I think he's a fair play. Again, a guy that will handle the ball when Lucas is not out there. And he can stuff the statue. He had 11 assists last game. A little bit of an outlier, but yeah, kind of like Brunson. And then it's like, alright, no Porzingis. Does Boban become viable? I mean, he's a phenomenal point-point guy. I'm not sure if he plays. They have so many, right? Powell, Cauley-Stein, Maxi-Kleba. My guess is probably Kleba starts for Porzingis if Porzingis can't go, and if he does, I think Kleba's a decent value play, 3.2K. So, I'm interested to see what they do with the starting lineup, but Um, yeah, again, they have so many guys and, uh, who knows? Maybe the player council wants to run 15 players again, uh, tomorrow. All right, let's finish up with Memphis and Golden State. And now we had a late night, a late night hammer of Cleveland and the Clippers, which is just one of the worst games I've ever seen. This, this is a late night hammer that I'm talking about. Memphis versus Golden State. Ja Morant versus Steph Curry. Oh yeah. You can tell I'm excited for this one. So John Morant, 9.6K, was super low-owned. Again, he was on pace for 50-plus easily if that game doesn't blow out. So I think people are still, you know, scared away from this price point. Um, not a cash game play, I don't think, but I still really like him for tournaments in an up-tempo game. He's just doing it all for this team. So, um, yeah, I do like Ja. i him out there at the top. Triple J and Stephen Adams both got massive foul trouble last game. With Triple J, that's basically every game, right? So you always have to deal with that 6.5K. He's just someone I usually just avoid. Like, he does have upside, but, like, 90% of the time he's going to be in foul trouble. And Stephen Adams normally isn't in foul trouble, so that's why I'm, I'm pretty tilted about that. He's been playing really well, and is getting some random foul trouble tonight. Um, at 5.6K, the only thing I'll say is Golden State's a small ball team, so there's a chance he doesn't close. This Clippers game two games ago, um, it took him out for the last two or three minutes. So maybe instead of, like, 32, to 34 minutes from Adams, uh, we only get about, you know, 28 or so. So, but even at that price point, I think he's still a safe play, even if he doesn't close the last few minutes. Now, Melton, Bane, I like them both. I know Melton shot awful tonight. Bane actually got injured. Um, I think he had stitches. I think he'll be good to go for tomorrow. So, um, fine, going right back to either of these guys. I think both play around 30 minutes in an up-tempo game. Other than that, there's not much else here for me. Slow-mo, probably play about 20 minutes off the bench. Fair value, but like doesn't really stand out. And finally, Golden State. So, Again, Steve Kerr continues to run this like 11, 12 man rotation. Like, can you just run a normal rotation? God, I just I just hate that the Golden State rotation just tilts me so much. But yeah, Steph Curry, um, I think is really good tournament play. Again, we 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 finally saw that floor. So he's not gonna continue to average 60 fans points a game. The floor is somewhat low with Steph, right? He can be reliant on the scoring at times, but um 10.9k in this tempo up tempo matchup, I think he makes for a good tournament play. Draymond Green, looks like there's no longer minutes limit for him. I think he plays 32 to 34 minutes. A guy that can stop the stat sheet. Uh, but the price doesn't really stand out. Wiggins, I think, is a safe option. Will play 30 to 32 minutes. Um, probably not going to kill you, but probably won't win you a GPP either. Now, it was nice to see Jordan Poole play a little more last game. He played 29. So we're going to continue to get around 30 minutes from Jordan Poole. I do kind of like the price point for him. I mean, he's a guy that's going to be the number two on offense behind Steph Curry when Klay Thompson is out. And then Damian Lee continues to get decent minutes. He's the only point guard eligible, which is, little, which is a little bit annoying. But 25-ish minutes from Damian Lee, I think it's a fair value play. Again, kind of reliant on scoring, score, though, so he has to hit his shots. Um, other than that, if I had to pick one of these really cheap guys for the bench, it would be Otto Porter at 4K. 18-17 um, minutes in two games that Iguodala played. Um, so I'm thinking, again, yeah, 15-20 from him. He's a decent point-printed guy, a guy that can stuff the actually get those blocks and steals. So I think a fair contrarian value play. All right, guys, but that's going to do it for the video today. So if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and go live. I'll be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check that one out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys, and I'll see you tomorrow in the live stream.